0: Hello. Hello, Matthew. Hi. You okay. Good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, really, I'm fine. Um, episode six. Six. Isn't that quite? It's like the classic land milestone. Yeah. Isn't it number six? Land ma- I, What? I don't know what I didn't know where I was going with that. No, uh, no. I've got a question to fire us off. Come on. I've got two questions to fire them off. Do you want one now, one later, or do you want them both now? Let's
1: give it, but give us them both. Okay,
0: right. I want to know the worst day out you've ever had. Right. <clears throat>
1: well, I was thinking about this, and there's pro. I couldn't think of one like really, like really bad from start to finish. But I was thinking probably one of the worst would have been when I went to Beamish and it was raining because, you know, Beamish, it's okay, but it's all outside and it is all, and when it's raining, it's not ideal. Yeah. Is that all right? Is that an acceptable answer? Because I've got got one where it started off a good day and then the end, it just was tarnished. (laughs) Tell me more. When I was in San Francisco, you know, living it up, went to Alcatraz, went to this nice, um, I don't know where, I think it was a nice Chinese restaurant. Barack Obama had been there also. Mm-hmm. Then got back to the car and the back window has been smashed in. So that was it.
0: That was funny nice. you say that because the exact same thing happened to me in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, well, you, maybe, you, we sh- maybe we should flatten that city. Did, maybe we should, maybe we should f-
0: bomb it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, don't say that seriously any. Yeah serious americans listening i'm not put, gonna bomb anywhere
1: it's, yeah you're saying that as if we have americans listening
0: come on i'm gonna bath bomb them lol <laughs> yeah.
1: put them all in alcatraz
0: <laughs> you know what i write these questions and i don't answer them myself
1: no what uh, you, what's your worst of day I'm today i'm racking my
0: brains maybe
1: now. right so while you're thinking of that i'll i'll ask you a question okay what type what type of butter do you buy
2: is it um, like
1: is it like a creamy one, like a bit more expensive, or you know you get those big five kilo tubs that you go out with a spoon and what they're uh, called, like um, I'm like the, what are they call like there's stuff like there's no way that's butter, man. You know, like margarine, like you mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, I tend to get the butter and the foil. Yeah, same. And. I wanna get a butter dish, but every time I've been there've been like ten pounds and I just don't wanna commit yeah. to that. Uh so I'm gonna go and then we also buy uh you'll hate this, but I also buy vegan butter because it makes me less phlegmy. <laughs> so like what all...
1: about well, isn't all margarine vegan? No. Like Bertolli.
0: I don't think so.
1: Alright. Oh well. It's probably so. vegetarian,
0: but oh yeah. all the vegetarian, aren't they? I think Do, Uh, butter what butter do you buy like
1: uh yeah foil butter (laughs) foil butter president president that french one that's quite nice
0: um i remember my worst day ever actually come on tell me it so it was the night that we went to liverpool (laughs) oh oh, yeah so obviously i lost my phone (laughs) i woke up and i'd been sick on the floor (laughs) My phone was still lost. I couldn't find my phone. Yeah. I was so hungry. I drove back from Liverpool and I went to meet people in Manchester and my phone obviously didn't have it. I didn't think about that until I got to Manchester. So I was just kind of waiting for them at the place I said we meet for like half an hour. Yeah. And then I ended up having to drive home to use my laptop. Yeah. To just tell them what, what's going on. And then I said, I'll meet meet you back there which is like a half an hour round trip within Manchester. So I had to do that yeah. twice. Met them for an hour. And then I was going go to go and see a gig on the night and I just I just hated myself so much <laughs> that I just sat and what did I wanted to do? I sat and watched like QI. <laughs> that was a shit day. Yeah.
1: Uh, I also, I just want to put in there, you did get a parking ticket as well, didn't you?
0: I did get a parking ticket, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Dan, yeah, Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I've got one more question before we uh, get into some content. Yeah, come on. Right, so we've got, this is a, a food-related one. If okay. you, so, take take note of these, you can use three of the following, out of egg, rice, chickpeas, tuna, and chips. Mm-hmm. And then you have to include tinned tomatoes and gravy. And you need to make a meal <clears> out of this.
1: Right. Okay. So I think what I'd do straight away: chips and gravy. That that gets the gravy out, out of it, easy yeah. peasy. And then tin tomatoes and chickpeas. Make a nice little stewy, mm-hmm. and then just have some rice. Mm,
0: nice. Yeah. I mean, you've gone for the easy one. I have gone for the easy the, one. The safe option.
1: Yeah. Um. What would you? Because you could also what have egg chips and gravy, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course uh, you could. Tin what tin tomatoes and what <laughs> tuna. To be fair, that's not far for fry
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> tuna, t- like kippers, kind of. Yeah. To be fair, I'm I'm gonna have. This is what I'm gonna have. I'm gonna use a colander to. Sive out the juice from the tomatoes. Yeah. Um, Sensible. Then I'm going to make an omelette with tuna, the leftover tomatoes, and obviously the egg. And then I'm going to have chips and gravy as well.
1: Yeah. Chips and gravy seems like a bit of a cop-out, but...
0: Yeah, tuna omelette, that's not a cop-out, is it? <laughs> tuna omelette with a big big heap of gravy over uh, it. Hey, mate. Can I just get uh, really the smelliest thing possible? <laughs> Is that the tuna omelette? Yeah, I thought it might be. (laughs) Tuna omelette. Imagine your breath. You know, like when you make eggs and it has that weird smell in the washing up bowl afterwards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine tuna and omelette. God, it's not worth thinking about. No, stop it. Hi there. Hi, good morning.
1: Here to report a crime. Yep. An international war crime, right?
0: Johnny Mars back. Oh, welcome. Welcome back, Jonathan. Um. It's like on Audible. Oh, wow. Like he's done a diary as he, he went up Everest of Aunt Milton <laughs> uh, in January. Okay. So, this is um, one of his diary entries, which I wanted to kind of promote on the show. Yeah. So, let's that's have a that's listen. nice here. Yeah. What's up, guys? It's Johnny Marr here. This is one of the diary entries for my trip up Mount Ever for ever- Everest ever- ever wrist- with the handsome Aunt Middleton. Safe to say, it was a pretty tricky climb, and at times I just wanted to cool out, man. But Ant kept me at bay with his big strong arms. This entry of the diary covers our walk from the base camp to camp 2. I had my jazz master airlifted to me in the morning, along with my Fender Deluxe amp, with hopes to be the first person to strum an E minor chord at the summit. I hired two Sherpas, one to carry the amp and one for the guitar. <sighs> On the first night before the climb, Ant and I shared a sleeping bag as a kind of icebreaker or a bonding experience. Just before we both fell asleep, Ant recited Johnny Ma, you are one of my heroes. I have long been a fan of the Smiths. I used to play Big Mouth Strikes again whenever I got shouted at by my SES leader and let out a gentle cry. It was important to be able to switch off your emotions on and off instantly while training, and the Smiths helped to do that. I can't thank you enough, Johnny. Whenever you're in trouble, just shout out the words, help me, Big Mouth, and I will use my specialist set of skills to ensure your survival. Sure enough, I ended up using the phrase the very next day. We were just walking over the ladder over the top of the First Glacier when I asked one of the Sherpas to pass me my guitar. I wanted to make a quick promotional video for Fender Guitars. I'd had the Johnny Marr Everest Master made especially for me for the trip. And we shot a quick advert while I was there. It went a little like this. What's up, guys? It's Johnny Marr here. Go buy my latest signature guitar, the Everest Master. I was wearing my specially adapted desert boots that I had made by some mod lads in Manchester. They had snow snow spikes built in, and inbuilt socks to keep those rocker toes warm. Just as I'd finished shooting the advert, the guitar slipped off its strap, causing me to fall to one side. I was now dangling from the ladder by a thread of my desert boots. I managed to throw the guitar to the Sherpa, but needless to say, I was in deep shit. ''Help me, big mouth!'' I shouted. And within seconds, Ant was making his way across the ladder and then bulding me up in his strong arms like a baby and carried me to the other side. At this moment, we heard a voice from deep inside the glacier. ''Hello, who the hell is that?'' ''I'm stuck down here. Could you shot me some rope?'' ''I've got a family to get back to.'' I recognised the voice. It was that of Stephen Morrissey, my old mate from football. I said to Ant, we need to go back and rescue him. But at this moment, Ant grabbed me firmly and said, Johnny, you need to keep your mind on the task. In the warfare scenario, there are casualties, but I have learned to ignore them to ensure my own survival. If we venture into the glacier, we will suffer. It is best that Morrissey is left to his demise. I was pretty shocked by this, but I realised my own life had to come first. It was tough and a harrowing first day on the mountain. We managed to cool out a little bit later. Me and Ant stripped to our boxes and had a snow fight. And then we went through my record collection, which another Sherpa was carrying. (laughs) We stuck on For Your Love by the Yardbirds and gently had a kiss over the Himalayan sunset. (laughs) Romantic. That
1: is romantic. I, (laughs) I I wish we saw that kiss. I wish we were there for that. Oh, really I was just special. like, Morrissey, the bottom of the glass, yeah. yeah. Well, he's just leaving where he should be.
0: I'll post a picture of Johnny Mars there, uh, Desert Boots. Uh, I'm, uh, look,
1: I'm looking forward to that,
0: actually. On uh, MSN
1: later. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I've just had um, an, e- <clears throat> an email come through from our, our email address from asking if we want to do some sponsors. All right. And, um, Any possibilities? There's a few, but I think um, I'll go with this one first. I'd, it looks, yeah, there's a decent, decent pay package at the end, so it's hard to say no to. Right, I'll just, I think they've sent, yeah, they've sent, um, they've sent a little bit like a little sound thing they want us to play.
0: Okay, just so, like sod it in. Yeah, I'll just. I'll let I'll edit it in then later on. Okay.
1: Are you looking for answers? Stuck in a dead-end job? Writing the same emails to the same people every day? Wishing there was some way out? Well, believe it or not, I used to be just like you. That was before I discovered Lard. Yes, Lard! Lard is the new, brand new product straight from Calum Industries that could revolution revolutionise your life today. Sick of that same customer coming back with the same complaint day after day? Just smear the lard all over your keyboard and monitor and watch the problems disappear. Are your co-workers talking to you about their everyday problems that you just simply couldn't care less about? Just start eating lard straight from the packet when someone speaks to you. And those tiresome conversations will bother you no more. It's your boss getting on your back about those reports that needed to be done last week. Just rub lard all over your body before you come into work and start working topless. He'll forget about those silly reports and may even let you have a few days off for a mental break. But the possibilities do not end there! (laughs) Due to its durability, lard makes excellent carpet underlay. And what would Grandma's sticky trout be without a good dollop of lard on the side? And because of lard's amazing versatility, really makes a great present for all the ages this Christmas. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to Dennis here.
2: Uh, yeah, Lord, really changed my life me and my... All
1: right, Dennis, we know it's great. Please don't waffle on too much. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I don't know what I'd do without my Kellum Industries brand lard. You know, I just don't think my life would be worth living. What is the interior design like in your house? As well just as you in are a male,
0: room. just in this room, yeah.
1: Well, I I'm, think... I'm, I'm downstairs and you're sitting. Is it like normal sitting rooms for males, you know, big armchair just in the middle of the floor, telly just on the floor? <laughs> and like, yeah, so, what it know, is, that, I've got a torn,
0: got... torn poster of Bez. It's the, yeah, instead of a sofa, I've got uh, four gaming chairs, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's like. Basically, I've got two desks. Ones for woodwork, and then the other ones like for my gaming PC. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. How many monitors? Uh,
0: three. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, and then <coughs> I've my posters. I've got uh, I've got um, Tizanaz calendar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got a poster of Bob Marley on. That's oh yeah, a bit, a bit ripped mm-hmm. on the corners one, lo- one um, love one love that yeah yeah then i've got um i've got three like kind of skulls with like crystals in them yeah uh which i use as um nut bowls
1: nut bowls and an ashtray
0: yeah and then i've got uh just in the corner is just um three bottles of whiskey and some watsits.
1: three bottles of whiskey unopened cuz you just yeah. you just have them for show you know to yeah. pretend that you like whiskey and that yeah
0: Oh, sorry I've got eight pairs of leather cowboy boots yeah <laughs> what have you got um you've
1: it's based, close enough to the same but instead of the um instead of the posters I've just got loads of mirrors <laughs> so, I just, so I could just but you put them on backwards yeah <laughs> Just play. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. A vanilla mirror, so to speak. Yeah. A -hmm. vanilla.
1: By the time you get to Saturday night and you're drinking a beer or having a little bit of Chinese, you're all of a sudden thinking about Monday morning and what the next game is. We live in a world where we live in a profession where you win a game, you lose the next one, and you're deemed as a failure,
0: and you realise that you always have to be at the top of it and always planning, so... I've heard Iggy Pop's back. Is he back?
1: He is back. Well, yeah. Well, back of sorts, kind of, because um, fo- yeah, because following on from his last week's interview, um, I was just, I, you know, because I'm quite a big fan, I, I was just getting into um, stalking him a bit, you know, just following him about.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've been getting quite good at it. To be fair, what does he live at? Um. Well, yeah, he obviously lives in London, so it's been pretty pretty hard to do it every day, yeah. but you know, I've got the train down a few times just to see what, <laughs> what, he's, doing, what he's doing. Nice. Yeah, uh, like last Tuesday, well, was it? Yeah, yesterday, Tuesday, um, I saw him going into a pine pea shop, you know? <laughs> yeah, and take um, uh, masala. <laughs>
0: ha 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 ha,
1: ha. <laughs> And yeah, I've been going going through his bins as well. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to only eat Turkish food, which I don't know. Oh, I love Turkish food. I yeah, love yeah. Turkish food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway, I saw him coming out of um, Giles Brandwitz's oh, house again, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'd, you know, I followed him through London a bit. And that, um, like we were going past a butchers, and he just took his top off, which yeah, I can only assume, as you know, to like blend in with the pork or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: yeah. I've seen people do it before. Yeah, on the th- run.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, he fi- he did finally stop at you know one of those tech shops. Uh-huh. You know the thoughts, like the for full- tech
0: tech repair. Yeah,
1: tech repair. One of them. So and he went went in there. So I I followed him in, and was like, you know, looking at all the cheap phone charges to like disguise myself, just so I could like listen in. So I, this is and did you know, this is what this is what I heard. This is what I heard him say. Hey man, I was wondering if you could help a young rock star out here. I want to change up the voice on my Alexa house listening device (coughs) to my good old pal, David Bowie. It'd be great to hear his voice. Tell me how big a fucking pineapple can grow just for one last time, man. Well, that is quite an ask, Mr. Pop. This is the um, the shopkeeper that he was talking Uh, to. I thought
0: that was the Iggy Pop, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's actually quite fuck on to uh, get the voices of dead people onto the Alexa home listening device, you know, because you're dead in that. But, you know, I'll see what I can do for you. So he went, this bloke went into the um, back room, and I could hear some, uh, like, clashing about and that, you know. So I thought, do you know what, I'll have a, I'll have a look at this because something didn't seem right. And honestly, Matthew, I promise, I pr- this, is, this is true. I went put my head around the corner. David Bowie was just there, chained, chained up, pacing about with the TV players. Still live, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, and then I um, so like I hid hid behind some security cameras to um, like just watch what was going on. For do you think is that ironic? That is quite ironic. What hiding behind security- hiding behind security cameras.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you're not doing any bad, but you also take advantage of the cameras. Yeah. Which to the protect.
1: cameras are there to protect, but yeah.
0: Not from stalkers.
1: Yeah. Come on, David. The customer wants your voice in this Alexa home listening device. <laughs> you better get it ready for them in the next few hours, or I'll lamp you all the way to all the way back to Mars, you prick. <coughs> oh, Mr Answorth, I can't work in these conditions. You promised me a good life when you saved me from those bears in Germany. Not chained not a life chained up in an affordable tech shop. Oh. oh stop your horrible little moaning, you little rat. I want this done double quick. Before that loony's, oh, that loony that's asked for it takes his top off again. No, I won't do it. I've had enough. I'm one of the most cherished artists this country has ever produced. I can't be chained up in here, recording sound files for the drivel of modern London. Set me free, I tell you. Set me free, my little China girl. I, just, I could sense. I could sense it was going to, um, it's going to kick off in a bit <laughs> yeah, and sure enough, um, like David reached for a CD that was just on the side and tried to, like you know, frisbee throw it, um, right at the shopkeeper's face, and but as as it was um, like flying towards him, I accidentally knocked over some security alarms, and um, so the shopkeeper swiveled towards me and like. Got out the way of it, so I uh, do you, again. Is that ironic that I knocked um, over
0: alarms? <laughs> and I suppose uh, I still did the job. They alarmed, I alarmed the, him, pulled you over there,
1: yeah, right? So, yeah, so anyway, um, so the shopkeeper got out the way of the CD, which um, <laughs> which flew into the um hi fi system behind him and started playing Red Red Wine by UB 40. <laughs> so, um yeah, but it's it's getting a bit more sinister because um, me and David were like just laying on the floor at this point, mm. and the shopkeeper was like wielding this like sharpened radio antenna. Uh, it's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, Sorry. at least you're not going to die alone now. You've got a little tech pervert next to you now, right? Which one of you am I going to cut up first? Please take me first. I've always dreamed of fading away to the sweet voices of (laughs) UB40. And this song is nearly over. So, like, thanks. David, like, basically saved me there because, like, the shopkeeper's raising his antenna high above his head Mm. as, like, the final chorus is, like, filling the room. And, like, so I couldn't watch, I shut my eyes. 'Cause like I didn't want to see what was gonna happen to me as well. But then I, instead I, I thought it was obviously gonna be this big scream, but I just heard this like thud and opened my eyes and saw so the shopkeeper just like crumpled on the floor. So I had like, what's going on? Here? And then I'd look up a bit further and it's just there's Iggy, shirt like shirtless obviously holding a big surround sound speaker above his head, (laughs) like, panting, Like like, panting, like a King Kong bastard, yeah. Holy shit, man, what the fuck is going on in here? Iggy, you gorgeous man, you have saved our lives. How did you know to come in here? Well, I heard a bit of a commotion, so I came to have a bit of a closer listen. And I could swear I could smell your trademark armpit sweat too. But as soon as that damn Red Red Wine song came on, I knew that there was serious trouble. You always used to play it when we were about to get attacked by that giant wasp when we were in Berlin together. (laughs) But anyway, hey, aren't you supposed to be dead? Well, it's a long story, Iggy this prick captured me a few years ago and I've been chained up in here ever since eating nothing but Scotch eggs and soft creamy brie recording those damn voiceovers. But thank God I'm now free. Hey, who's that guy by the way? It's like, so they both, they, they both like looked over to me as I was like, obviously still quite, um, still quite dazed by the whole thing. Yeah. Nonce. yeah so this is quite long sorry <laughs> boys and girls uh, uh, that's fine right okay. obviously true yeah mm-hmm. i've got no idea shit he can't know i'm still alive he'll tell everyone and the papers will be all over me i can't be fucked with that <laughs> so like obviously i'm getting a bit like scared and i like going like Please, I won't tell anyone, Dave. Please, don't hurt me. Please.
0: Please don't be shy. Please
1: don't be horrible. Hey, this kid seems okay. I think we should let him go. He's had a rough day. Yeah, I suppose so. Just as long as he promises not to grasp me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so, you know, I tell them. Like I promise, like, I won't tell anyone, and like the secret's safe with me. So like, they both are like nodding agreement, and let me um, like let me go. And I'm like making my way through the um, through the shop, but like, and I get to the front door, but it's like it's locked. So I'm like it's a bit weird, and then I just then I it's like all of a sudden I feel this like big HDMI cable like round my neck. Tight, like tighten up and i'm thinking oh no there we go again it's like i, I try to like I try to turn try to turn around see what's happening and then it's like i feel this like leathery skin like punk skin brushing against me and it was like it was iggy mm. yeah is it? this is for stalking me you fucking side creeper it's like so. And I'm starting to like pass out. Yeah, like, but just before like I have totally pass out, he lets go and boots me up the ass, <laughs> and, go, and he goes, "I don't ever want to see your face again." And if word gets out about Mister David, be sure, be sure to remember there'll be fourteen USB cables inserted directly up your ass <laughs> within the hour of the first newspaper headline. So, um, yeah, uh, that was. I let, they seemed to vanish as I was composing myself. Mm. But, and, um, you know, like lay, I lay on the floor there with David Bowie and Iggy Pop spit all over my face. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, th- I, I thought I'd never see them again. But, um, you know, I went into the staff toilets to get cleaned up, and um, <laughs> David Bowie was just having a shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but apart from that, I haven't heard any of them. I've left seen nothing of them since, apart from a skid mark.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... um, shit as a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit as a lightning bolt. <laughs> I've never made a chicken cave in my life. You've got
1: to start somewhere, ain't you? You've always got to start somewhere. That's
0: what you can do, too. How
1: do you know these
2: things?
0: That- um, have, you, have you seen this viral video? Which one? Between Greg Wallace and Ozzy Osbourne? Oh, it's for, yeah. It's for Vice. So they just sat. They both sat on a uh, guitar ramps, looking into each other's eyes, asking yeah. each other questions.
1: No, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's really good, isn't it? So we play. It's uh,
0: certainly fascinating. Two contrasting characters. Yeah. I don't know. how They both got them in
1: the room together. You mm-hmm. know, because they they seem to be much like mortal enemies. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, by, but should we um? Well, should we share yeah, a bit with the listeners? Should we share it because I don't think it's quite reached everyone yet.
0: No, but it will after we've done it. How do we start it? I don't know. Uh,
1: <clears throat> right, shall I start it with Greg?
0: Yeah, just I'll just I'll pretend I walk in or something. Okay. Just uh, just right. sit there going, oh, fucking hell. Let's do oh, that.
1: Fucking hell. Oh, fucking hell! He's taking his fucking time? in the fucking prick. I don't believe it. Ooh, boiled onions.
2: Ooh, buttery biscuit base. Is it you, Greg? Is uh, uh, it Greg Wallace? Oh. Uh, oh, Greg hello. Wallace? Was it?
1: Nice to meet
2: you. Lovely to meet you as well. I
1: was a green. I was a green grosser, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well obviously obviously I've been a rock star for about 40 years and I just feel as young as I ever have really yeah,
1: yeah it's just lo- that's lovely um lovely Ozzy uh, as your yeah. Sharon as your sh- she's uh, yeah. she's absolutely lovely to look at yeah yeah you no know, I wouldn't mind two apples yeah. from Earth. you know what I mean
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> anyway boiled
2: onions so have you got any fucking questions for me or what yeah I was just uh, I was actually just wondering.
1: I was uh, i was just wondering how to keep your hair so lively and smooth what's what your, is what's your secret? secret is it Kipper's
2: an MP3 Which, player? No, it's a good it's a good question actually. Um basically what it is. Flew Sharon, I got I got Sheryl Carl's number. Right, oh, um, lovely. And she says she says it was worth it. So <laughs> she gives gives loads of free samples and it's been really shiny since, you know. Oh, Alright. So, every day I like to use a bit of uh, Panten <laughs> is Aston. Oh,
1: all right, it's lovely, Aussie. That really is. That really is battery.
2: Um, I think I've got a question for you, you know. All right, that's all right. Ask away. Uh, obviously, I, I love my kids more than anything in the world, more than Shannon, more than the Sabbath, more than Brum. Oh, yeah, obviously. I, I want to know how it changed your career and personal life, when not you, Adam? Oh,
1: well, for starters, it was absolutely lovely. They were like little cabbages and little cauliflowers <laughs> running around. And, you know, because I'm a green i be a green a greengrocer. <laughs> so much, you know, I love them so much. So, and, like, they reminded me so much of the veg. I try to sell them down the market a couple of times, you know, held up each day on that. You know what I mean? You know, as for my career, it's yeah. made me—it's made me more and more focused on uh, yeah. finding that perfect battery biscuit base. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What about you, Uzi? What about you?
2: Well, obviously, it meant that. Uh, how many kids have I got again, Shannon? You've got six, Louis. All right. Um. Well, the first one. Uh, which, which one was Kelly? Was she the fourth or something? Um, but Kelly's got really good songs, because ever since about 30 years ago, I've not been able to write songs properly anymore. <laughs> so Kelly writes them for me, so we can soon make a bit of longer. Oh, that's lovely. That is lovely, I
1: see. Mr Osborne, have you got any more questions for me, or shall I ask you one?
2: Um, I've got one more question, actually. Well,
1: actually, I'll ask you mine first, actually. Okay. got
2: <laughs> <No bad.
1: laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, now everyone, no, know, everyone knows that uh, you ate that fucking bat on stage once, you know, it wasn't very really lovely. Yeah. But um, I don't think me or the people at home have got any interest in those kind of stunts, so I will not be asking you about that. All
2: right, no. okay.
1: What's really been bugging me is, are you a sit-on lawnmower, man, or do you have an honest push lawnmower? Has it, has it got an engine or not an engine?
2: I've got a, a custom-made sit-on, one by Harley Davison. That's
1: oh, it's lovely. Which
2: uh, it I bought in Old Trafford in Manchester. Um, the, the dealer had it cooked up for me for £7,000, and I drive it every day. What you not, even not on the older on back even on rubbing, the motorways rubbing Pantene into me air <laughs> Well I'm cutting the lawn while concentrating at least.
1: Oh, that sounds um that sounds beautiful, lovely.
2: It's a brummy rock sensation. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of lawnmower have you got, Greg? Uh- Well, as
1: as it says, I've got one of those um one a push one, you know, because 'cause I'm an honest man, an honest greengrocer, you know, from London. Um uh, it's got an engine though. I'm not I'm not, you know, I'm not from the nineteen fifties. It's it's uh, petrol takes about five litres <laughs> does it, does the lawn, easy, boiled onions, thank you. <laughs> If you get right, I would. Will, will get this uh, done. You know, do not pay me that much. So, uh, last question,
2: please. Yeah, one more question for you, actually, Greg. I'm um, listening to lots of modern music at the moment, and I just wondered what your favourite album is, Sharon. Sorry, Greg. <laughs>
1: Well, actually, my favourite album of all time is um, Never Too Much by Luther Vandross.
2: Oh, Luther, Luther Vandross. I loved Luther as well when he first came out. (laughs) (laughs) I love anything with with a a fella singing his heart out. It's brilliant, fucking brilliant.
1: You know, I've got to agree with you there. I've got to agree with you, was I? Like, I find it the perfect blend of potatoes and fine dining. Yeah. You know. You know it's you know favorite when I listen to it sitting in the bath, tucking into one of my famous boiled onions. It is simply Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, um, is that the
2: end of that? My album, it, that's got my favourite album? What's your favourite? Have you not got one? Mine's if you got, uh, fa- <laughs> no, it's Lewis Capaldi.
1: Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's he's a battery. He's a battery D- man.
2: Divine, inspired, to a hellish extent. I like it because it's got the word hell in it.
1: Oh, it's laugh. Lo- that really is lovely, you'll really... see. Okay,
2: I think I'm going to go because it really is shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see you later, we'll see. See you later. Thank
2: you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nah, no, yeah, it really got on, didn't they? It? it did. That's surprisingly, yeah. I wonder. um It sounds really healthy as yours one at the moment. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, he does. He says, "Yeah, a few cough,
1: cough sweets, and I think he'll be alright."
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's been smoking a bit too much, hasn't he? all <laughs> lot of free time on his hands.
1: Yeah, all that free time. I think apparently he lives in um, a village without a pub now because oh. he's that much. He was that much of um,
0: an alcoholic, poor lad. Is that is that a fact? I think that's a fact. We probably shouldn't poke fun at being alcoholic, but we are.
1: It's Ozzy Osbourne
0: in it. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh, we're not the first, one but the last. Yeah. Uh, um, should, uh, should we? Uh, should yeah. we? Yeah. Cu- we curfew it. Should we cut that? Because the last two recordings have been an hour long. i don't bother to edit an hour again. It just takes forever. Oh, sorry. So sorry, listeners, but that's we'll you know we yeah. don't care that much.
1: Until until you start cutting our lawns, paying our bills, yeah. <laughs> Shannon Ozzy's back right goodbye boys oh, and girls thank
2: you very much everyone see you later
1: goodbye